Health Quest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM 560. The answer. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you, well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host. Host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hey, Dr. K. How you doing, How are you doing? Take me to the land and wash me down. Won't you cleanse my soul? are ready to be taught the new way. Today, I'm going to take you down the river. It's a tube that runs pretty fast and can get pretty dangerous, even deadly. It starts with the oral cavity. You see, the gastrointestinal tract begins right at the head of the river. And it moves all the way down. And today, we're going to take you on an adventure down that river, downstream. We're going to be speaking with a missionary who will share something that, well, could save your life. At least slow down your premature aging. The newest of the news, Cutting Edge Radio today because it's not out there. It's here today. Also, bottom line on the gut bugs. And what three major diseases are related to oral health? Hmm. The oral cavity is the entry point for everything we're ever going to ingest. Could be bacteria. We'd like to think it's food, wouldn't you? But it enters the body none the same. Regarding oral hygiene, We've all heard the word, maybe you get to the dentist and you have the hygienists do what they do. Did you know that uh, periodontal disease, a.k.a. poor oral hygiene, or we'd have to say less than perfect oral care, is linked to major chronic diseases? Now, you wouldn't think that if you didn't take care of your mouth and everything that flows down south in this river you see... One would say, what does that have to do with a disease, a chronic one at that, with chronic diseases on the rise in this country at breakneck speed? Cardiovascular disease, stroke, bacterial pneumonia, preterm births, 
low birth weights of newborn babies. You know, we look at this thing called heart disease, the number one killing disease in this this country today. More procedures, more pharmaceuticals, medications, you 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 name it. And it's still surging forward. It's terrible, isn't it? But yet we're in the mix, kind of like a river onto itself. More and more studies are confirming the link between oral cavity challenges. Could be anything from cavities to gum disease, a chronic low-lying infection that's been there for decades. Dental disease in general. Poor dental hygiene. The connection, the stark connection, the link to cardiovascular disease, including high blood pressure. Now, you wouldn't think that if you took better care of your mouth and everything going south, that maybe we could curtail this thing called hypertension, high blood pressure, and reduce the need for medication for such things. Now, with pregnancy, interesting, you see, during pregnancies, the the hormones in women, it shifts. Uh, Hormones like progesterone and estrogen shifts. And that shifting of those hormones, which is a natural thing, can actually cause inflammation of, of the gums in your mouth. And that short time, that nine month period of time, can in turn cause oral cavity problems. And that compromisation, or I would say compromising time of pregnancy, well, at least out of the University of North Carolina study, found that pregnant women with any kind of periodontal disease, even that which is related to the hormone shifting I talked about, but many women go into pregnancy not being all that healthy, you see. These women who have periodontal disease of any kind are seven times more likely to deliver a premature baby, more likely to deliver a low birth weight baby. Now, for the diabetic ones in the population here today, multiple studies are linking poor oral health to diabetes and vice versa, meaning that the diabetes can bring on periodontal problems and, and, and oral cavity problems can, can, can seed, it can fuel diseases like diabetes. I'd like to think that all of us could die with a full mouth of teeth, but people with fewer than 10 of their own teeth remaining are seven times more likely to die of a coronary heart failure disease, one of many, as compared to those who can hold on to a set of teeth. That there is a strong correlation, poor oral health and cardiovascular disease and diabetes, respiratory diseases, kidney disease and failure, even Alzheimer's. You know, dementia is... Why do you think these diseases are on the... Why are they marching with such, with such force? Why, with all of the medications, with all of the medical procedures and science, and we talk about that on a weekly basis, the confusion that happened, I call it the COVID confusion... It wasn't just a pandemic that swept over this country. It was confusion that swept the country. 
with misinformation, disinformation, misguided people who we thought knew more than we did. But even though that pandemic has seemed to have have blown by, the ignorance that is left behind are the ravages of those who followed the lead of an ill-fated pundit, let's say, left some people dead and others debilitated. So this whole thing today, Biome Basics, we're calling it, we're calling it today. I want to talk about a, something that's out in the news quite frequently, advertising everywhere. Probiotic. What is a probiotic? Yeah, how, how many bugs in our body anyhow? Well, what is the purpose of these bugs? You know, there's a, a comedian that will be talking about a good guy. Bat, look, I just, you ever seen women's magazines and the articles in them? It's always things like how to get a good man. How to get rid of a bad man. How to turn a bad man into a good man. Now, when I hear that, I'm thinking, what, what's a good bug? What's a bad bug? How do you turn a bad bug into a good bug? I'm, I'm thinking we, we, our body, we have many when we're going to we're going to talk to this missionary in just a couple minutes and he's, and this missionary he's going to share something that could save your life at least maybe slow down our premature aging that we're experiencing in this country today and as we said as we travel down the river today with some biome basics the good bugs versus the bad bugs. You know, I wonder if uh, if you're one of the many who are, maybe you decided you're going to take a probiotic. Like how how can the probiotic really be of value to you? Or but for those of us who are eating very poorly, um, can it destroy this thing we call a biome? And maybe you don't even know what we're talking about when you you hear the word thrust around in conversations and you're not sure quite what it means. The whole idea of this show is we consider the biome basics today is that it begins right at the mouth of that river, the mouth of the river that, that, that can take us home. And that which we take in from the outside world, it's not all food, you know. It can be liquid and it can be the air we breathe. The idea, if you could imagine, on the show we titled Your Body's Not a Wood Chipper, it's a food processor. It's a liquid processor. It's an air processor. It takes what we feed it, and it does its best to do something constructive with whatever we give it. Now, some of us are are treating our body fairly poorly, and yet we're hoping good things will come. We're treating our bodies fairly poorly, but we're thinking we're going to live a long life. There's some of us who are treating our bodies very poorly, but we're we're thinking we're going to have long-lasting health and then live a long time. So as we travel down the river today, stay tuned because you're probably going to learn something about yourself that you may want to hear, along with some other things you may not want to hear, but we can make corrections as we paddle down the river. I've learned to think without arguing with myself. I'm just following my instincts. I just run. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Goldbaba.
What's your age? That's A-G-E. Aged garlic extract, that is. For over 50 years, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been offering men and women of all ages and with different health concerns an odorless, organically grown, clinically researched garlic extract supplement tailored to their individual needs. Aged garlic extract formulas support optimal cardiovascular health, immune function, and many more specific health concerns like stress, blood sugar balance, high blood pressure, detox, anti-aging, inflammation, and brain health. Kyolic AGE's condition-specific products contain Kyolic's exclusive GMO-free garlic extract, which is aged up to 20 months, converting garlic's harsh properties into beneficial compounds. So what's your AGE? Visit your local natural health and wellness retailer and discuss which Kyolic AGE formula is best for you and your lifestyle. Kyolic aged garlic extract formulas are available at fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also online. Go to healthquestradio.com. All right, well, we're in the river, we're in the forest actually today. <laughs> we're in the river today. Hey, Biome Basics, you know, we start with the mouth, but we end up in the forest as we travel down the Mystic River. And uh, with us today is our missionary. We'll tell you more about the details on who this guy is. Dr. Ross Pelton, uh, he's our missionary today. Dr. Ross, how you doing today in the in the jungle with us here? Hello, Dr. Ross. <laughs> nice Quest Radio. Listen, I know that you uh, heard the beginning of the show. We're, we, we've got this, this long river that travels from the mouth all the way down to south. And let's leave the mouth, and we're traveling further down the river with you. You're here seeking to save the lost today with us, those that, that need, to, need to get with it. I know that some of us know some things about this thing called probiotics or whatever, the biome. Could we start from scratch just for a second so that the natives can, can understand what you're sharing with us as a missionary? Um, what is a biome? Dr. Kobaba, the biome is like the environment and the bacteria that live in your gastrointestinal tract. So we talk about the microbiome, and so that's the whole ecosystem. It's not just the bacteria, but there are also yeast and fungi and um, viruses and so forth. But it's all the organisms that inhabit the gastrointestinal ecosystem. And along with that, I like to include the lining of the gastrointestinal mm. tract because that's a critical part, critical part of this whole yeah. microbiome ecosystem. Yeah. But that's what we're talking about. And primarily, we talk about the bacteria. The probiotics uh, are the good guys, and then everybody has some of the bad guys also, but when they're in small numbers, they really don't cause problems. Now, when we compare the number of cells that make up the human body versus the amount of living organisms in one way or another, viruses, even biologic entities that live in us, do you want to give us that fantastic, weird kind of ratio, which every time I hear it, I just want to hear how you would say it. It's stunning to me. Well, some people are saying that we have 10 times more bacteria than we have human cells in the body. It's estimated that we have over 100 trillion bacteria living <laughs> on our gastrointestinal tract. So that's a really important thing for people to realize because um, what I like to emphasize is that every time we consume food, we're not just feeding ourselves. Mm. 
we're hosting a really large party oh. in a hundred trillion guests <laughs> to all these bacteria in that river you're talking about, the gastrointestinal system. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to it when we think about the standard American diet. Uh, damage, if not ruins, uh, the biome that we're talking about. Uh, dairy, does that damage, if not ruin the biome? I'm not saying we shouldn't eat some of the foods I'm going to ask you about, but for right now, dairy, does it damage, if not ruin the biome? I think it damages the microbiome for a lot of people because a lot of people are lactose intolerant. Okay. What about refined sugars that we love in this country? Killer, killer, killer. Oh, my gosh. How about the grains? Bad bacteria creates what we call dysbiosis, which is the imbalance between good and bad bacteria. Okay. And what about grains? Um, Grains are an interesting topic. Um, (laughs) If you're consuming refined carbohydrates, that's like ingesting sugar. Mm. But complex carbohydrates are much slower release of the sugar, so it's not nearly as much of a problem. But most Americans are consuming enormous amounts of refined carbohydrates, and that's a killer also. What about corn? All the advertisers with the high fructose corn syrup say it's natural. Uh, What about that with respect to the damage, if not ruining the microbiome? High fructose corn syrup is far worse than just ingesting sugar. Mm. It's another killer, not only for your microbiome, but for your whole cardiovascular system and type 2 diabetes and on and on. It's it's really a horrible substance and mm. be banned. Now with us today, missionary uh, Dr. Ross Pelton. He's also a pharmacist, clinical nutritionist, health educator. I know you're an author extraordinaire. We're going to talk about that a little later as you teach the natives some things today in the jungle. But as a pharmacist, and, and obviously I consider you, Ross, a natural pharmacist, meaning you know the difference between, you, you know, using utilizing one versus something else that be a little bit easier on the body, maybe more helpful without the side effects. What can medications do to at least damage, if not ruin, the microbiome? Oh, well, that's a good topic. And I'm the author of a a book titled The Drug-Induced Nutrient Depletion Handbook. So uh, teaching pharmacists and physicians and the general public what nutrients are being depleted by Mm. the drugs people take. And I've got a whole section on microbiome-disrupting drugs. Wow. And so basically any drugs that um, alter the pH balance, the acid, yep. acid-base balance, so your antacids and your um, acid-suppressing drugs that people that uh, have acid reflux are taking these proton pump inhibitor yes. inhibitors and uh, all these types of drugs are actually contributing to dysbiosis because they're changing the acid-base balance. Another one, oral contraceptives. Mm. And a lot of women don't realize that yeah. taking oral contraceptives mm. are likely to upset your microbiome, and mm-hmm. they need to take extra caution to make sure they create and maintain a healthy microbiome. Now, you say we're having a big party in that when we feed ourselves, uh, we're really feeding a cast of gazillions there, at least trillions. Um, what, what? Just for our listeners, again, the name out there. I'm just curious uh, for you to really simplify two different words as one would compare it with the other. Probiotic, which we're going to talk about in more length, but what is the difference between a probiotic doc and a prebiotic? Sure. Well, probiotic is the term for the beneficial bacteria that reside in your gastrointestinal tract. And a prebiotic is a term for the foods 
that help to feed your probiotic bacteria. Mm. And there are two basic food groups for your probiotic bacteria. They are dietary fibers Mm -hmm. and a large group of compounds called polyphenols. Mm -hmm. And humans don't have the enzymes to digest dietary fibers, and most polyphenols are also not well digested. So they pass all the way through your digestive tract, and when they get down to the colon, Mm -hmm. they are then the primary food for your probiotic bacteria. But Dr. Kolbaba, I've got several studies that document and report that from 90 to 95 percent of American children and adults do not consume adequate amounts of dietary fibers and polyphenols. And they primarily occur in plant-based foods, your Mm. fruits and your vegetables, and to lesser degree, nuts and seeds and herbal spices and so forth. But most people are not consuming a diet that really optimally supports a healthy microbiome compared to our ancestral humans, Mm -hmm. which were hunter-gatherers and foragers and ate a wide range of different types of plant-based foods every single day. Does that account for some of our, so much of the distress in our gastrointestinal tracts? It's not only the gastrointestinal tract, Dr. Kobaba. We have what I call an epidemic of epidemics, mm-hmm. yep. epidemic of heart disease, of yep. cancer, of diabetes, of ADD, ADHD, yep. autism, arthritis, Alzheimer's disease. I think the health of mankind is in decline, and I think one of the fundamental reasons is a bad diet that doesn't support a healthy microbiome. Right. And isn't it interesting, too, that as we said, that the mouth, the oral cavity is so much related to the same systems of health that you're talking about, that, that there is an intersystem, like an interconnectedness in all these compartments of the body that were made to be in harmony with each other. And I'm not trying to get mystic on you, but when it's all in harmony, that means there's a balance, a homeostasis, the opposite of what I see in, in the average American today. Absolutely. You talked about that in your first segment where you compared uh, periodontal disease and gingivitis in the oral cavity with increased rates of cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. It's all interconnected. Now, I know we're going to keep you over for uh, uh, the next uh, segment, but I do want to tease this a little bit. You happen to be uh, the director of science and education uh, with our friends at Essential Formulas. So we're going to talk about a probiotic today. Before we get to it, I want to know why you work for this company. In other words, why is it out of all the companies, you're very prestigious in your in your education, and so just just give us if we we back into it with uh, less than you know 40, 40 seconds. Why are you working for this company? Like, what was it about the integrity and all that 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 got you hooked? You bet. Well, Essential Formulas has the sole rights to import and distribute a product called Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics from Japan. And it is uniquely different than every other probiotic in the market, and we can talk more about that in our next segment when we get a little more time to uh, get into the details. Yeah, we'll certainly do that. Great, Russ. With us, uh, Dr. Ross Belton, we're in the jungle, and guess what? We're heading down the river. It's no mistake that you've tuned into our show today. It's HealthQuest Radio with me, Dr. David Kobaba. More on this, along with uh, how to slow the aging process down, being that uh, so many Americans are so hell-bent in uh, accelerating the aging process. All this and more. Keep it right here. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. Uh, it is what it is. Vitamin D3. 
More than half of our new patients have poor vitamin D levels. 50% of the world's population is vitamin D deficient. And those of us who are vitamin D deficient tend to have high blood pressure. And those of us who have high blood pressure tend to be vitamin D deficient. Symptoms of deficiency includes fatigue, susceptibility to infections, sweats, anxiety, hair loss, depression, digestive issues, and those daily aches and pains. And that's why you gotta try our D-Best D3 with K today. Because we can test your current blood levels of vitamin D, then take our D-Best D3 with K for just 60 days and feel the difference. Here's the deal. Get your first vitamin D test and I'll pay for your second one. That's right, the second one on me, free. But you gotta make that call right now, as in today. 800 700 Get the best ever D3 supplement with our D-Best D3 with K. Some restrictions do apply. That's 800-794-1855. 800-794-1855. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Go to healthquestradio.com. We're back on a Saturday morning. No mistake that you have tuned in uh, to our show today, uh, the Biome Basics, Good Bugs, Bad Bugs, and with us, Dr. Ross Pelton. Doc, I, I, need, to, I need to tattle on you here uh, because it, I think it's so valid. You, you, were named, you were named one of the top 50 most influential pharmacists in, in America, and yet somehow you even bridged the gap uh, to your own career as you have moved yourself further into what I would call natural medicine. Um, I know that you're not, you know, throwing the baby out with, with the bathwater, but you've made quite a transition uh, that most pharmacists would never even think about uh, about taking. You, you, would you share just a, a, a tickle of that? Sure, Dr. Kobaba. You, you're right. I do have a background in pharmacy. I, I now call myself a recovering pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, actually, back in 1979, up until that time, I was a standard American diet, food, canned food, uh, dog food, which at fast food restaurants. But in 1979, oh, uh, just on a chance, I happened to check in and see a yoga class in session. And I saw a group of people that radiated a level of health that just kind of knocked my socks off. Mm. And so I got involved in yoga. And through yoga, I met people that were not only eating healthy and exercising regularly, but they, had, they read health books and health magazines and health newsletters. Yeah. And with my background in medicine and pharmacy and science, mm. all of this health information just made sense and has been making sense ever since. So you were a native and some missionary got you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now I'm preaching the gospel of the microbiome. That's great. So let's get to Dr. O'Hara's because I I love the product, and I'll tell you why. And I say this because most probiotics, even the good ones, uh, there's wear and tear on them. Once they're produced or once they're bottled, they start to they start to what do you call it? Uh, disassociate. Yeah, they degrade. They degrade like like anything in a bottle. With Dr. O'Hara's probiotic, tell us about that because I, I say it. They're carrying their lunchbox with them. <laughs> You're right. So there are a couple critical topics to talk about in, in this whole topic with explaining Dr. Rahir's probiotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for, for many, many decades, people have intuitively known that probiotics provide health benefits, but nobody really understood the mechanism of action. And now that mystery is starting to be solved, and what we're finding is that Probiotic bacteria digest these foods that we give them, the dietary fibers and the polyphenols, mm-hmm. and they create secondary compounds that we call postbiotic metabolites. Mm-hmm. These are master health-regulating compounds that not only control the microbiome ecosystem in the gastrointestinal tract, mm-hmm. but they also get absorbed into systemic circulation, and they help influence and regulate every single organ system, including your brain and your immune system. So that's what I call the, the probiotics, back, excuse me, postbiotic metabolites are yes. the new frontier in microbiome science. So we can undo some of the symptomatology that you were mentioning before, where the gut is related to so many of these maladies. Yeah, so for people that have an imbalanced microbiome, we call that dysbiosis. Sure. Frequent symptoms are gas, bloating, diarrhea, sometimes constipation, inflammation, pain. Those all go hand-in-hand with this uh, microbial imbalance. When you have too many bad bacteria, they're creating inflammatory compounds, and Mm -hmm. there's a whole range of things that go wrong. And uh, actually, during our last break, Dr. Kolbaba, I emailed you a copy of my new paper titled The Microbiome Theory of Aging. Mm-hmm. Please feel free to post this link on the show notes and uh, make it available to all of our listeners. But this kind of goes through all the steps that happen when people have an imbalance in their microbiome and this condition called dysbiosis with too many bad bacteria and not eating a healthy diet to promote the growth of your good bacteria. And then you get inflammation and you get leaky gut, Mm. which is a critical factor in the development of whole range of diseases that have caused tissue damage yeah. and accelerated biological aging. So it's, a lot of it is really based on the health of the gut. I know. Some people think you, you just get colon cancer. You just get this. You just get uh, foggy thinking. And so much of I say clear, if you, why well, anyhow. So my question is, can a high-quality probiotic, can it nullify, can it, can it diminish, can it negate uh, poor food-eating lifestyle? Can it, can it do that? Or do we have to correct that, too? We have to correct that, too, Dr. Kolbaba. Um, there's a, a great comment that a podcaster made saying, you can't outrun a bad diet, which means no Ooh. amount of healthy Ooh. things are really going to compensate for eating bad in the first place. And here's why I like to talk about Dr. Hira's probiotics, because it doesn't primarily deliver probiotic bacteria. 
after a multi-year fermentation process, the final product in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contains over 500 of these postbiotic metabolites. And when you ingest them, those postbiotic metabolites immediately start to have anti-inflammatory activity and inhibit the growth of pathogens and rebalance the acid-base level and reestablish gut-brain communication. But if you take a commercial probiotic, People swallow those probiotics. If the bacteria survive transit through the harsh acid environment in the stomach, when they reach the colon, they still have to find Mm. dietary fibers and polyphenols, and most people aren't consuming enough of those. And then they have to start the process of transforming those foodstuffs into the postbiotic. Dr. Ross Pelton, I'm going to keep you over. Going to hold you over. Stay right there, everybody. We'll be right back. You remodel your kitchen, you remodel your bathroom. Now, remodel your gut. That's right, your gut. Any successful remodel job requires workers to show up with the necessary tools and ready to work. Well, it's just like that with probiotics. They need to come with prebiotics to encourage growth, as well as postbiotics to nourish the gut. And Dr. O'Hara's probiotics do just that. Dr. O'Hara's is the only probiotic capsule that contains a rich nutritional prebiotic, along with a full spectrum of 12 selected probiotic strains and naturally derived postbiotics. During a three-year fermentation process, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics create healthy, organic nutrients and the diversity of flora that are necessary for long-term digestive health. So remodel your gut today with the right workers. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics online as well as Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and natural health retailers nationwide today. Go to healthquestradio.com. And it went like... Back uh, today on a HealthQuest Saturday morning with Dr. Ross Pelton. Doc, I know uh, in this whole subject of probiotics, it's such a, a boring topic. Everybody thinks it's a maintenance thing. There's no drama involved. And then you get the nutraceutical companies out there that are competing with each other. My question is, are all probiotics the same? And, and how does a person out there, other than listening to today's show, know that, that they probably should go with a product in in the excellent range of the Dr. O'Hara's line. How do they determine that for themselves, I guess is what I'm asking. It's very confusing, Dr. Kolbaba. And, you know, most Americans think more is better, so there's this kind of competition among uh, the probiotic products on the market. Mine's yeah. 30 billion. Mine's got 50 billion. Exactly. Billion. I've seen some with 200 billion bacteria per dose. Mm-hmm. What people need to understand is that one of the most important things for a healthy microbiome is maintaining diversity and balance. And when people take these high-dose probiotics, even if they're healthy strains of bacteria, they're working against balance and diversity. And some studies have actually reported that high doses of healthy bacteria can actually cause your immune system to go into an alarm reaction. So it's not about trying to supply large numbers of probiotic bacteria. Mm -hmm. The primary goal is to create a healthy microbiome, and it's the postbiotic metabolites that regulate 
the health, the microbiome, and that's yeah. what Dr. O'Hara's probiotics directly delivers. So yeah. that's the the main difference between Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and all the other competitors in the marketplace. You know, and and I want to get back to my little lunchbox uh, thing because they're throwing numbers at you because they know as time moves on, those numbers diminish as the probiotic basically decomposes in the bottle. Um, would you want to explain that Dr. O'Hara's part? Because I think it's nifty when I say they come with their own little lunch boxes. Sure, you bet. Well, Dr. O'Hara was a visionary microbiologist, and he created a an external system to produce Dr. O'Hara's probiotics that mimics the human gastrointestinal tract. It's a multi-year fermentation process. They have large 80-gallon fermentation vats, and they put dozens of different types of Japanese fruits and vegetables and mushrooms and seaweeds in these vats, along with 12 starter strains of bacteria, and the bacteria get from three to five years to digest and ferment these foods and produce the postbiotic metabolites. So no other company in the world has a system like this, and that fermentation system that Dr. O'Hara created externally really mimics the way a healthy gut microbiome should work. Wonderful. And what we did, just want to let you know, Doc, along with our listeners, we did post the uh, the uh, study article that you uh, sent to us. It's uh, on our hot topics at healthquestradio.com. We got this big red button. Just press that, and you'll see the Dr. Ross Pelton's um, uh, article there uh, re- report. And uh, I also wanted to say that uh, you can get all of Dr. Um, O'Hara's products uh, through uh, our, our toll-free number, 800-794-1855, and also in, in leading health food stores basically everywhere. We may give you a deal on it or something, but anyhow, that's 800-794-1855. And by the way, Doc, I'm going to post the, your, your two books on our website within, let's say, a 24-hour uh, time from listening to today's show. I did want to leave you room for a, a, a word that's going to sound a little weird, but it's cutting edge here at HealthQuest, more likely to tell our listeners why they would want to know about the rapamycin stuff. You bet. Yeah, we can certainly dive into that. Um, <laughs> we don't have long, but I thought you'd just... <laughs> sure. Rapamycin is the most effective life extension drug that's ever been discovered. So it's a really interesting topic. And then there's a, a lot more to dive into because 25 years of research into how and why rapamycin works has discovered terms like mTOR and autophagy, mm. and these systems within cells regulate cellular metabolism and the health and the aging process of every single cell in your body. And that is a really important story that is revolutionary in terms of understanding health and the aging process. Which really basically means we don't, we basically slow down adverse uh, advanced aging. Exactly. That's right. You're slowing down the rate of biological aging. And you think that Americans are in an accelerated rate of that same aging. Absolutely. Most Americans consume too much food, and that creates an overexpression of this term mTOR mm-hmm. and it, an underactivation of autophagy. And I don't know if we have time to go into the details of this now. <laughs> no, one minute. <laughs> Pardon? One minute. <laughs> one minute. Well, that, that imbalance between mTOR and autophagy mm-hmm. um, is related to virtually all 
health-related problems, all chronic degenerative diseases. Mm-hmm. So it's important that people learn about this and learn how to rebalance it. Yeah, and didn't aren't the doctors that are studying this, and along with yourself, they're basically saying that that may be the root of curative measures that can be taken in medicine of the future, basically starting right now? Absolutely. This is a tremendous new area of health and medicine and the aging process, and it's something everybody, I hope, will be interested in learning about. Oh, they will, especially our, our listeners. They're, they're, they're more than natives here. They're more than more than, <laughs> they listen to the show today. Our, uh, our, host, our, our guest again, special guest, Dr. Russ Pelton, our friend, colleague, uh, just always enjoyed being with you. We've got other projects uh, scheduled, I'm sure, and uh, I want you to have a great weekend. Thank you so much for sharing. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Dr. Kobaba. Good health to you and all your listeners. Yes, great. Well, it's not a mistake that you've tuned into our show. Dr. O'Hara's products, there are more than one. By the way, they all have that common denominator uh, that we talk about when it comes to quality and efficacy. you got to call that number, 800-794-1855. We ship, you know, 800-794-1855. And go to healthquestradio.com. I'll have both of uh, Dr. Pelton's books listed for you uh, to uh, consider purchasing. And you can do that by going to healthquestradio.com. That's healthquestradio.com. Again, that article, The Biome Theory of Aging, is posted there. Our thanks to uh, uh, our our friends at uh, Essential Formulas. We'll be right back. So how long were you told that you'd be on that medication that you're taking? (laughs) That's what I thought. Sad, but it's the same for everyone else. Question, do you believe it's possible for you to be set free from the medication that you are presently on? Or are you stuck taking it forever, not to mention all of the side effects? And how good could it feel to finally become drug-free? You know, the United States makes up less than 5% of the world's population, yet we use over 85% of the world's supply of medication. That means that 95% of the world is using the 15% leftover medications, with 34 countries living longer than we do here in the United States today. Helping our body regain its health using a more natural approach can reduce the need for these dangerous medications. So let's begin your adventure in health today. Call 800-794-1855 to reserve your new patient strategy consultation. That's 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. together oh we yeah oh we better try try to get ourselves together okay cut the music try try to get ourselves together you know what we got great people to work with here on our team dr ross pelton our friends at essential formulas it's all great here. Uh, and I know you tune in. You know, it's a, I always tune into your show. And you can. Go to healthquestradio.com. If you really want to take better care of yourself, you can do that. And speaking about books, being, being that you brought up the subject, <laughs> I don't know when the book's coming out. It's done. <laughs> we just got to do a little artwork. But, but in the meantime, you got to do something with your health, for Pete's sake. Uh, the book is titled The Caveman Way to Get Healthier. And the healthier. It's spelled healthy with an er, because it's all about the er. It's a Neanderthal guide 
for regaining health naturally. Now, the motivation for writing this book, and it'll be out soon. <laughs> I don't know when. No, it's done, okay? It's done. Just yes. a little artwork. <laughs> done. Fine. Uh, it's a great book. <laughs> no, really, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's a great book. The Caveman Way to Get Healthier. Healthier, because you got to pre-order. I'm only telling you about it now, not because you can get it, but you got to pre-order. So the first load that goes out, you'll be in the first load. It's a big dump truck to come by. Going to dump it off, and you're going get, to get your first copy, first-run copy of The Caveman Way to Getting Healthy. You see, self-help books don't really help. And I say that because less than, according to statistics that I've read, less than 3% of self-help books really offer as much help as the contents of that book might seem to present with. And that's because the person doesn't get to reading it or whatever that they're reading seems a bit hard, more arduous than they have the ability to pull off. Many reasons why we need a self-help book is because we don't have the strength. You see, we don't have the patience. We don't have the time. We don't have the energy. Or maybe the money to buy a Peloton. Then I could be healthy. If I could, if I could join the health club. No, I could lose. I could, I could, if I could, I could, I could lose a little weight. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. Yeah. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Okay, so the idea of this book is because self-help books don't seem to work, I decided to produce a book that would be under the threshold of time, so you couldn't use time as an excuse. Under the threshold of energy, so you wouldn't be able to use energy as an excuse. And money, under the threshold of money. So you can't say, I couldn't do this because of money limitations. So if, if that is the only reason why the book was written, that was important enough. But the content is absolutely wonderful, interesting. You'll laugh. It's, it's, it's not a funny book, but you'll laugh. So the whole point is you got to get on the pre-order list, 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. And again, go to healthquestradio.com. Uh, I hear the music now. Oh, that means it's the end. We get the Biome Theory of Aging. It's posted at our hot topics on healthquestradio.com. you got to go and get that right now. Within a short time, we'll have both Dr. Pelton's books posted there, too, for your perusal. Maybe you want to become a new patient. Start. Get on a team where we can help leverage you forward. Maybe you can get yourself healthier. Healthier. Er. 800-794-1855. Turn yourself in. Just say, I'm turning myself in. 800-794-1855. You be blessed. We'll see you next week. See you guys next week.